You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of B-School. I'm really excited for today's guest, and I think you are going to be excited as well. Today, we have Sarah Belzer, who is the president of Kokanoo. We will dive into what Kokanoo is in just a moment. But for now, I just want to welcome you to the show, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, thank you for joining. So a lot of your job, or part of your job at least, of being president of Kokanoo, which for people who don't know, let's start by you just sharing what Kokanoo is. Yes. So Kokanoo is a company focused on all natural and organic wellness products. And our flagship product is definitely our organic, all natural coconut oil based personal lubricant. So not all lube is created equal. Many contain harmful ingredients and chemicals that can mess with your natural pH. And Kokanoo uses plant-based non-GMO ingredients, which are non-toxic and USDA certified organic whenever possible. So you don't have to stress about what you are using. Yeah, which was really interesting. So I became familiar with Kokanoo through going to Altitude Summit recently where I got to meet one of your employees. And I thought that I was being pretty natural because I was using coconut oil. And then I learned (laughs) that coconut oil can actually mess with your pH. So I want to thank you and Kokanoo for that education that you gave me because, yeah, that's not something that I, I realized I needed to really be concerned about. There's definitely not a lot of education around lube. I think people are definitely paying attention to what they're putting in their body with food. You know, they're reading ingredients and they're really trying to eat as clean as possible. And personal lubricant is just something that you don't think about, but truthfully, it's going in your body. And so if it's not something that you would feel comfortable eating, you shouldn't put it in your body. And so I feel really happy that we can provide a product to women that is all natural and healthy and good for you so that you don't have to stress about what you're putting in your body, especially in one of the most intimate places. Definitely. And as is kind of already evidenced by our conversation, part of your job as president of Kokanoo is to start conversations about sex. I'm curious if that's something that you expected to be part of your career path. Okay, definitely not. I mean, I kind of laugh that I'm in the lube business, truthfully. But health and wellness and human connection have always been really important to me as a woman, wife, and mother. And I mean, I'm the mom who's like forcing family hikes and introducing new vegetables and switching out all of our products to clean options. And obviously, sex is a big part of overall health and wellness. So I love helping to bring clean and safe products to market to help women increase their body confidence and empower them to take charge of their experience. But, you know, talking more openly and honestly about sex is something I never thought I would do. And I'm not sure my three teenage sons are very happy about it either. But 
<laughs> we, we're, we're working through it. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, uh, I don't want to talk <laughs> about what my mom does for work. Yes, they, we, we definitely are pretty open and frank about around here, but they do get a little embarrassed about it at times. Yeah, as you would, would expect. It's actually funny. I, I mentioned before we hit record, I'm staying at my in-laws right now. And last week, my husband and I, we were going through his middle school journal and it was just really entertaining to see what was going on in his mind and in his world. Oh, man. Teenage boy brains, right? He, he was very much a romantic. So there was some poetry from about the girl that he had a crush on at the time. But yeah, that's a, a whole other world. Oh, I love it. Look at that. <laughs> but something that you mentioned about helping women really feel empowered to take charge of their experience. That's something that I don't want to speak for other women, but I think maybe societally, that's something that we're not always empowered to do. We're often taught that we need to approach sex in a way that is focused on the male partner and maybe not focused on our wants and needs. So I'm just curious how, if someone's listening, what are things that they could start to do to even just open up healthier conversations with their partner about sex? Man, that's such an important topic because I think you're right. Women need to learn now that they're in charge of their sexual experience, right? And that their pleasure is important and should be a focus, you know? So I think that communication is definitely so important when it comes to intimacy and um, having that open dialogue. And personally, I think that the best time to talk about sex is outside of the bedroom, you know, opening up a dialogue with your partner and really being honest about what you both want your sex life to look like, what kind of sex you want to have, it can help you move forward together. For instance, one important thing to discuss is frequency. And I say, put sex on the calendar. I know many people hate the idea of scheduling sex. But for me, I know that if you don't plan and prioritize things that are important, they just don't happen. Like, you know, the movies make us think that the best sex is spontaneous, and it's never planned, and that desire just happens organically. But the reality, at least for me, of married life with kids and busy schedules and work, it you know, finding the time to connect and be intimate is challenging. So I definitely think a little planning can go a long way. And then, you know, when it comes to just pleasure and being open, things like lube are just there's such a stigma about using lube. And I think it's something that's rarely talked about. Hopefully, you know, with more education it can be brought out of hiding, but that's definitely something that can enhance the sexual experience. And it can also be very necessary, you know, especially during certain times of the month for women. So definitely communication and opening up that dialogue is important. Thank you. Both of those are really helpful. I think it, that's interesting to explore. That's not something that Mad and I have done with any intention. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is something that after this, I might have a conversation about what if that's something that we tried. Sorry, I was going to say, we actually wrote an ebook about this very thing, about the benefits of scheduling sex. And, you know, when I talk to even my friends about it or other couples and, you know, it, 
it seems like a lot of times the men right away say, no way, you know, I, I don't want to do that because they expect it to just be like it was in the movies and that it's always going to be spontaneous and that everyone's always in the mood. But truthfully, I think it helps alleviate any of that feeling of rejection or um, just being able to get in the mood. You know, when you're switching different roles all the time, for me, I'm switching between being a mother and a wife. And being able to turn one on, you know, and off is can be challenging. So if you know that something like a date with your partner or sex with your partner or anything is on your calendar, it can help you start getting in the mood for that and really thinking about that ahead of time, knowing that it's happening and preparing in whatever way you want. I don't know, for me, it's been really helpful. So I say try it if you haven't. Yeah, I definitely will have that be something that we try. Staying at our in-laws house is maybe that's not, this is not the most accessible time to do that, but yeah, well, hey, listen. normal. I, yeah, I think that's definitely something that could be beneficial to us. Well, and our sexual wellness is an extension of our overall wellness. And for most of us right now, we're all over the place and really in survival mode with COVID-19. So I know that there are a lot of jokes about a baby boom in nine months, but the truth is that a lot of couples are struggling to connect sexually right now. And it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. When you are trying to process what's going on in your life and your business, if your job's stable or not, your kids are all home. If you have kids, it's a lot to process. And I'm, I'm sure yes. that that can come out through how you're experiencing sex or not. Yes. One of the questions that I have for you, which is, taking kind of a left turn from talking about sex specifically is wanting to talk to more of the business side of Kokanoo. So some of the people who are listening are business owners. They might work full-time in a business or be working with on something on the side. And so I'm curious about the marketing lessons that you've learned as you've grown Kokanoo. Yes. Well, and believe it or not, this isn't going to be much of a left turn, but the most important marketing lesson I've learned is really getting to know who your customer is and zeroing in on who that person is. I read a book that changed my business and it actually wasn't a book about business or marketing. It was about the female experience of sex. I don't know if you've read this book, but it's called Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. And no, but I've heard of it. Okay, so yeah, I need to read this book. Fascinating. You need to read it. It really helped me understand the nature of and challenges of feminine sexuality. And even though, you know, I'm a woman with my own experience, understanding the science behind it and the variety of experience was a game changer for focusing on my customer and aligning my company's mission. So the book really informed our goal to empower women and make it easier for them to be self-directed in their intimate relationships. I mean, Kokanoo sells, you know, all natural personal lubricants, but our business is really about helping women increase their confidence and capacity for connection, intimacy, and pleasure. I really love that. And that's not actually how I thought you're going to answer the question. Which <laughs> my that's my favorite when it's something unexpected. So really getting in the customer's head, understanding. And it sounds like, too, you've had a lot of conversations with people, women especially, Definitely. where you're starting to understand what they feel, 
what their experience is and then being able to speak to that. Right. What their needs are and what they're going through, what the obstacles are. Some of the obstacles are mental. Some of them are physical, but really getting to know the customer and who that woman is has been integral in my approach to marketing. You know, obviously, in addition to that, I do love everything related to marketing and sales and do a lot of research on that. But this book was something that really changed the way I view the business. And I'm curious for you, as you started to connect with your customer, outside of reading this book, what were the most helpful channels for you? Did you start a lot of in-person conversations and go to groups? Did you go to online forums? What did that process look like for you? Yeah, I feel like I mostly reached out via email and social media and was able to connect with women online. I did go, you know, Alt Summit was a great way to, you know, connect with women in person. And I've gone to other conferences that have been similar to that. But because we're an online business and because we've seen a lot of success on social media and through our affiliate program, it's really been helpful to just start that conversation with women when they're talking about it already online, you know, whether it's connecting with their husband or balancing, you know, family life and work life or talking to their kids about sex, you know, any, any of those various topics, we've been able to open the conversation with them. And I've learned so much, you know, through those different channels. And so it's been really helpful. Yeah, I would definitely say, though, just developing those relationships online. And then when it's appropriate, and, (laughs) and maybe when we're not sheltering in place, being able to meet people face to face has been great, because let's be honest, people don't want to talk about lube. They don't, you know, it's not something that they're always comfortable to bring up. But, you know, when you actually have the conversation, you know, it makes a lot of sense. They're like, why don't we talk about this? You know, it's just a personal care product. It's like using deodorant or toothpaste or anything else. And yet there's some stigma around it that's not seen as, you know, just part of a woman's health. Yeah, that's so true. Thank you for diving a little bit deeper into that for me. I'm always just curious about people's customer discovery process and, relationship building process. And I know it's something that listeners get excited about as well. Good. So now we'll move into the lightning questions. These are questions that I ask everyone who comes onto the show. The first one is, what is something that you've learned recently that you're excited about? I have been so excited to learn about cycle thinking and capitalizing on my menstrual cycle. Have you heard anything about that? About cycle oh my thinking. gosh, my eyes just lit up. I'm obsessed with this. Okay, I'm currently right? on my menstrual phase right now. Um, oh. But yeah, I could geek out on this. So tell me what you've learned where you're at with this. Oh my gosh, I totally geek out on this. But you know, my body has been changing after children and I'm experiencing more of the symptoms of perimenopause. So, you know, I just read a couple books on living my life in sync with my cycle which as you know, means taking advantage of those times of the month that are great for brainstorming and, you know, big ideas and problem solving. And then other times that might be great for socializing or having important conversations. And then other times that, you know, you just want to check things off your list. So it's just been so empowering to track my cycle 
and learn to work with it instead of against it. Since I learned this, I'm just able to really calendar and plan around my cycle. You know, like when do I want to work on project management? When do I want to have my social engagements? You know, you can tap into these superpowers on certain days of the month and then obviously give yourself a lot of grace at other times. And I think that grace has been (laughs) the most important of all of this. Yeah, it's been totally life changing for me, even just especially as a business owner, when just knowing that there are going to be times where I'm going to feel like I'm doing everything awfully and everything's going wrong. And then I can look down and be like, oh, I'm in my luteal phase right now. Yeah, I knew that this was coming. And then I have things, whether it's asking my husband to give me a pep talk or going Mm -hmm. in and looking at like some great customer reviews. But instead of it feeling like this is my reality, I'm able to put it into a larger context of what's going on hormonally. Yes, it is so helpful. I mean, I think really like in our society, it's just been set up to work around men, you know, where it's Groundhog Day every single day. So, you you know, for women, it's we're not supposed to do the same thing every day. Like there's just certain times where, you know, you're going to feel more creative and other times where you really aren't going to feel like doing anything or that you, you know, are tripping over your words or you can't remember things. And I feel like being in tune with your body and knowing that just gives you this level of understanding. And like I said, it gives you grace so that you can really, you know, not be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that. That I so <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that you've heard of it. it. Yeah. It's so important. Okay. What's something that you're in the process of unlearning? I'm definitely working on unlearning the need to work 24-7. I think being an entrepreneur, it's just easy to never stop working on your business. And for me, learning how to disconnect from work has been so important for my self-care. You know, I've learned that I don't need to check email all day. And in an age of immediate response time, it's necessary to draw personal boundaries. And so really that time away when I'm not focused on my business is when I have my most creative ideas. So that has been something that I've been unlearning. I'm resonating with all of this so much. Um, Last week, I just (laughs) read Deep Work by Cal Newport. And I've been really thinking about what my approach to work is, how am I structuring my days and realizing that so often I can get lost in my inbox, feeling like I'm being super productive and I'm not. I've, I've responded to a lot of emails, but I haven't done necessarily anything that's actually impactful. So yes, that's something that I'm working on unlearning myself. Yes, it's important for all of us. And then the last question that I have, which is my favorite question, and really kind of along the lines of what you were saying, I think a lot of the times we as women are taught not to brag and to be super humble. And so I love offering up this question as a space for people, for the women on the show to just be really proud of themselves. And so this question is, um, what's a way that you've grown that you're proud of? I am proud of the way that I have really grown as an entrepreneur. For me, part of self-care is having something outside of my family that I can pursue and develop. And, you know, it's it's tough being a wife and a mother. There's so much to worry about. Growing a business definitely leaves less time to invent things to be anxious about. <laughs> but, 
you know, stepping in to run a business after having been out of the workforce for, for so long was intimidating. But what I realized is these are skills you can develop. There are resources you can tap into, whether it's a mentor, online resources, you know, or even my husband who has been in the corporate world for years. You know, you just have to roll up your sleeves and make the investment in yourself. And I learned that I was able to access the information I needed and more importantly, apply that information to help Kokanu continue on its path. So I love that I still have that balance and I can be at home and that I have the creative license to be the boss and create what I want. You know, I mostly focus on the sales and marketing, but I'm involved in every area and have been learning so much about operations, manufacturing, product lead times, financial spreadsheets. There have been times when I'm even fulfilling the orders, packing and shipping. So definitely, I would say I'm most proud of how I have grown as an entrepreneur, especially at this stage in my life. Thank you for sharing. I'm sure everyone who's listening is clapping alongside of you and feeling really proud of you as well. So, oh, well, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. If people want to stay connected with Kokanu and the work that you all are doing, where's the best spot for them to find you? Yes, please come follow us at Kokanu on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's just at Kokanu. It's coconut without the T. You can email me. It's Sarah with an H at Kokanu.com. And I would love to connect. Wonderful. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Thanks, Taylor. This has been really fun. It has. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com. 